and welcome to the Help is Powers podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Anna Esperham, and this is your number one podcast that supports women with deep healing using your own intuition as a guide along with many researched integrative therapies since I'm also an integrative pain doc and now chronic pain and autoimmune coach among many other things and certifications and credentials. I have two new coaching programs I wanted to tell you about called Pain-Free Life and Autoimmune Freedom Academy for women who want to heal from chronic pain or autoimmune symptoms so you can move your body freely and have all the energy to do the things you love again. And I'm also offering a free discovery call for those women wanting to learn more about how to heal themselves. And it's on my website at healthispower.com and link is also in the podcast details below. All right, on to the show. And now I'm obligated to tell you our disclaimer that Anna Esperham, MD, is a medical doctor, but she is not your doctor and she is not offering medical advice on this podcast. So if you are in need of professional advice or medical care, you must seek out the services of your own doctor or healthcare professional. As this podcast provides information only and does not provide any financial, legal, medical, or psychological services or advice, and none of the content on this podcast prevents, cures, or treats any mental or medical condition, as you are responsible for your own physical, mental, and emotional well-being being decisions, choices, actions, and results. Health is Power LLC disclaims any liability for your reliance on any opinions or advice contained in this podcast. Hey everyone, before we get started with the interview today with Tom Palladino and his work on scalar energy and scalar waves, I learned about it from a colleague of mine and also that movie, um, Men stare at goats, I think. I think maybe it was used in um, the military. Who knows? And anyway, so Tom Palladino is using this, harnessing the scalar wave form to help um, with microbes in our body. So bacteria, viruses, fungus, yeast, etc. Um, and even though this can't be studied really well in a randomized controlled trial, I just wanted to put out there, he has um, used, he has uh, done my um, scalar energy and I was traveling quite a bit and over kind of was a little bit exhausted because I hadn't had a day off in six weeks and usually when that happens I get pretty pretty sick with some kind of virus and this time I didn't get sick at all um, and I was pretty healthy pretty energetic and that is very rare when I'm traveling a ton in the month of October um, and that was just like a week a week and a half so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but I'm interested more in scalar energy and see what you think. All right. Take care, guys. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Health is Powers podcast. I am super excited because we are going to have a great episode. It's something that you may have never heard of. And uh, we're going to talk about scalar waves. Um, this is something I heard about a while ago. I think it was actually my first encounter with scalar waves was, um, what was that movie, Tom? Um, Men Who Stare at Goats? Yes, they talk. <laughs> didn't they talk about that? The scalar yes. waves and men who stare at goats. Yeah, the military where they were trying to teach people how to use scalar waves or teach the military. I can't recall, but I think it was a real thing. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. The military has been dabbling for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. And so, anyway, Tom, you know, reached out and he has been working with scalar waves for what? How long? My life, forty-five years. Oh my word! And. So this is probably a good time. Tell us, tell us a little bit about why you got into scalar waves. I think this might be a deep hole, but 
I, I was an avid reader as a child, and I started to read about Nikola Tesla, great scientist Nikola Tesla. And it became very apparent to me what Tesla was referring to as radiant energy was scalar energy. When he was working with electricity, he called it electricity. When he started working with scalar energy, he called it radiant energy or the energy of the cosmos, meaning that there's two energies. And take it from the father of AC electricity, AC electricity is not radiant energy. So there's two energies. So what, what am I getting at? What's the better energy? It's radiant energy. It's scalar energy. It's much more efficient. And we should be using scalar energy now instead of AC electricity. So we're going to concentrate our talk on scalar energy, the new paradigm, the new technology that's soon to be embraced by mankind. So um, now I, I'm just going to get into a little bit, and I I can't recall if I also watched this on a TV show. Maybe it was Drunk History. I I love to bring in, this is how I learn about things is pop culture, everyone, and so now we're bringing them on the show. But I think they did a show on Tesla and how he was bringing um, free energy to uh, the world. And so is this the energy that he was talking about? Yes, precisely. It's the energy of the sun and the stars. Whereas yeah. electricity is a movement of electrons. It's a volt. It's a, it's a current. That's not the free energy that he was speaking of. Tesla was speaking about the free energy of the sun and the stars. And as you can see today, we're in the grip of an energy crisis and and energy production is laborious and expensive and it pollutes. We should have listened to Tesla. And so with this scalar energy, when we're talking about it's a different type of energy, it's more efficient energy. Now, the type of energy we all know about has it, it, it we can define it we can measure it um it has a frequency right it has a wave and yeah. so how yeah. do you describe this type of energy very good if electricity is a movement of, of a current or a, a frequency cycles per second you can measure cycles per second well scale energy fills the universe it does not have per se a direction so it's simply, it's consciousness or it fills the universe. Some people say it's the all-seeing eye of God. So that's the difference here. AC electricity is the movement of electrons. Scalar energy is the omnipresence of the universe or the omnipresence of God. There's a significant difference. And so when I read, one of my colleagues sent me a few articles as we were talking about before we started the recording. And what some of these articles there initially i thought there were no there was no research done on you know scalar energy but i guess that is that is not true these are very old studies and i think no one knows about them they're not mainstream journals um, that most medical physicians know about for example but what i was reading is that um some people are using this in the I would say healing field. And so they're, they're using this as like an uh, energy type healing, which I've never heard about. I've never heard mm -hmm. about other, like I've heard about Reiki. I've heard about attunement. Um, I've heard about, you know, clairvoyant healing. I've never heard about using this biofield energy to heal someone's 
you know, traumatic injuries or, you know, whatever it may be. And right. so is this when you're talking about this, you know, radiant energy, the consciousness of God, um, is this something that humans can also use for themselves without having a device? Yes. Yes. Specifically the human mind and the heart. I firmly believe that brainwaves thinking, cognition, or feelings are scalar emanations. Everything has an intelligence. So what drives the mind? It's scalar energy. What drives the human heart? It's scalar energy. Now, I frequently ask myself, what gives us a circadian rhythm? Why does the heart beat? It has to be an intelligence. There's an intelligence behind all action. So thinking and feeling are, if you will, derive their, their function from scalar energy. Thinking and feeling are the effect of scalar energy. So I am very interested in this biology of belief and, and what we think we become and how there's this, there is a law of attraction and how like calls to like and how our vibrational energy, when we are at a specific, you know, vibrational energy or frequency, we can attract what, you know, that vibrational energy is, for example. And so is, does that have something to do with scalar energy? I yes. imagine so. Of course, you hit the nail on the head. You know, our thoughts create the world around us and the way we think, what we project ultimately becomes our reality. We have set that in stone. Now, obviously there's extraneous, there's extraneous thoughts and there's extraneous circumstances, but nonetheless, people can make or break their situation by their accord. You're right. Many athletes will, will, if you will, envision themselves achieving a certain athletic feat. And by programming their mind through scalar energy, they will achieve that. People do that all day long. And yes, there is merit to that. So scalar energy sets into motion the universe. I firmly believe scalar energy undergirds all action. So do we even know we're using scalar energy for ourselves on a daily basis, us as humans? Sadly, we don't. Sadly, we don't. It's all around us. It's sunlight or starlight. And sunlight or starlight floods the universe. The universe is suffused with scalar energy, sunlight or starlight. Now, we just don't live by electromagnetic energy, electricity and magnetism. There is a second energy. And once we realize that, then we were going to be able to work much more to our benefit. If, you know, if you're blind to something, then you're never going to really grasp onto it and use it. Well, I, I firmly believe that there are two dimensions. The scalar energy dimension is much more versatile and offers greater promise than electricity and magnetism. So one of the things that take away from our conversation today, doctor, is there's two energies. And the scalar energy is that energy of thought, that energy of consciousness that really dictates the outcome in many cases. So are we using, or, or um, let me say this better, are we generating this energy or just using the energy field that's around us because it's from the cosmos, or, or do we actually generate it? Uh, the origin is is from God, 
and, and the sun and the stars broadcast this energy. But then how we utilize this, then that in and of itself makes us co-creators in many ways. So we can take a, a brainwave and put it to good function. You know, you, you've heard that there's merit that the way we think we can impart energy on water and change the geometry, change the appearance of water under a microscope. So our projection, our thoughts, our prayers projected into water will leave a lasting uh, molecular structure on that water. That's true and accurate. So in many ways, I, I firmly believe that God is calling us to participate in creation. And we do that all day long. So we don't create the energy, but we can work with it or work against it. Yeah, I, I am. I, I mean, I it's it's been studied. And so, I mean, there is no doubt about that for sure. I mean, even just talking about the um, biology of belief, if everyone and I talked about this previously on my podcast and in my membership and, and group coaching programs. But, um, you know, Dr. Bruce Lipton and his, um, you know, stem cell studies and how our thoughts and plus our environment can actually change our physiology, um, our cells and tissues as well. And so now I'm I'm starting to understand where that energy is coming from, right? So it it actually helps us measure it in a way, even though we can't we can't measure scalar energy. Is that right. correct? Correct. But now we finally have a definition for it. Yeah. A lot of people they've always said brain waves. What gives us thinking? What what is the impetus behind thinking? It has to be some type of instruction. And I contend thinking is really a function of scalar energy. So this is so important. If this is true and accurate then we are scalar energy beings. We are. We're made in the light of God. We are. And we participate in creation to an extent we could never have imagined. Yeah, it's fascinating. It really is. It really is how we're all really interconnected by this fabric of scalar energy. And it, why is it so important? It's the unifying principle, doctor. Energy is fundamental. It unifies mankind. That's one of my goals. One of the ways that we can unify mankind, there's too much division. We unify mankind by a principle. This principle of scalar energy is the unifying principle that I contend will help the world. It will stop the fighting, will finally harmonize the world. Now, this will harmonize economics. This is a new energy, it's a new paradigm for economics. So this free energy of the universe will free us from our encumbrance. It's going, scalar energy will liberate mankind. And I imagine that's what Tesla was trying to do back yes. in the day. Yes, he was. And the Rockefeller stood in his way. Yes. Tesla saw the fact that scarcity is, is perhaps the number one consideration of any economic model. Tesla wanted free energy for mankind, but uh, he, he had a significant opposition from Morgan and and uh, the Rockefellers, I want to be able to show the world a better way. Free energy will liberate the world. That's one of my goals. It's, yeah, but it, it doesn't make other people money for sure. Um, right. And so tell us a little bit about how you are using scalar energy and, and maybe even how you got into how you're using this. You know, I met um, a family by the name of Hieronymus. It's, 
the inventor was Galen Hieronymus. I never met him, but I met his wife and I studied under the family. And the family was working with scalar energy instruments. He actually has the only U.S. patent that I know for a scalar energy instrument. This is back in the 90s. And I started utilizing these instruments and I discovered I had a masterful control over molecules. I could easily break down what would be considered a harmful agent, such as a bacterium or a toxin or a parasite. So with these scalar energy instruments, I can break down, I can negate the molecular bonds of a bacterium, of a parasite. That, that to me, fascinated me. That was over, that was 30 years ago, and it still fascinates me to this day. So scalar energy in application, as far as wellness, can be used to break down, to eradicate what we consider pathogens, microbes, and, and address in a consummate fashion microbial infection. The microbes are pathogens that uh, are not synergistic with our body. So not our not our own microbiome that's synergistic, but what is causing pathology or infection. Yes, yeah, precisely. precisely. And so were you doing... Uh, any was this in like cell culture or was this just looking at humans um, response to the scalar energy it was always uh, how people responded <clears throat> um, keep in mind per se i'm not a clinician i don't have access to to a hospital or a clinic and and uh, to this day i don't have access to a hospital or a clinic what i'm doing is so far out of the box i have to rely upon the testimony of people so to answer that question, I only work with, I was working with myself and family members and now to a broader extent, people around the world. And the testimonies we have are stellar. They're, they speak of people throughout the world who are experiencing some type of benefit of what they would consider a healing of these um, pathogenic diseases. Well, and, and yeah, that, that's true. There had, when I, one of my colleagues who sent me a couple articles on, um, some scalar energy studies, one was on the examination of this somatovetic medic device okay. in uh, looking at red blood cell clumping, poor, poor supply of oxygen to red blood cells. And so then they clumped. And it, this wasn't, it was only five, it was really a case series, to be honest. And so it wasn't um, a robust study by any means. But when they used this scalar device is what they were saying, the somatic, somavetic medic device, then all of a sudden, immediately post-treatment using the scalar energy, they took pictures via dark microscopy and found um, the red blood cells uh, just stopped, became unglued together and became, had uh, increased supply of oxygen and uh, unclumped. So, and that was a case of five. Mm, mm, I see. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a new science and there's so much we have to learn about this. You know, keep in mind, my contention is correct that this is the primal force in the universe. What do I mean by that? Light is fundamental. You know, what, what precedes everything is light energy. And light energy dictates the universe, including red blood cells. And if you could use scalar energy, scalar light advantageously, you can, yes, improve the function of red blood cells. And apparently this is what you're relating to. And, and yes, there is merit to that, of course. And so you had talked about these instruments. Now, 
these instruments, how do you describe these instruments? Because it, it's it's not necessarily creating scalar energy. It's utilizing the scalar Correct. energy. It's okay. harnessing scalar energy. Yes. Okay. They're custom-built instruments. They're harnessing scalar energy. And in many ways, I, I borrowed from Tessa Hieronymus. And these two researchers have allowed me to develop these instruments and then understand how to control the energy. So it's been a lifetime process. Um, it's painstaking research. You know, it's worthwhile. It's, we achieve something monumental. So when so when you're using scalar energy for people and and people are coming to you and and they give them your picture they give them their picture right so they have a picture so that's their energetic blueprint and then you're using your scalar yeah. energy device on them which no, helps no. do they tell you what microbes no, no no it's a standardized process this is what i like so much doctor i it takes out human guesswork or human uh reasoning with scatter energy, I can program the instrument just to seek out and destroy a specific species of a microbe. And maybe you can correct my reasoning, but um, so this scalar energy, just because it is, I mean, basically it's energy from God, from the cosmos, um, and whatever really should not be inhabiting us and somehow it eradicates that somehow yes. it helps us with our oneness it helps us get back to our true spiritual energetic self i think that's true and accurate yes yes and again it, this is the ability of my instrument to be programmed i can program it in specific to look for a pathogen i'll explain if I were to take, say, a photograph of the herpes virus, everything works by way of photographs with my instrument. This is the photograph of a herpes virus. I would actually place this photograph inside the instrument. And the instrument then would look at the signature, would look at the light code on the herpes virus and seek that out and destroy it in my quantum field. So I program this instrument, not by a biological agent, but by a photograph the biological agent. And the photograph is the instructions to seek out and destroy the herpes virus. And so you said quantum field. Mm -hmm. Now, can you discuss how it is the quantum field the same as the scalar energy field yeah, or? Yeah, yeah, those terms are used synonymously. So let, let me use this as an analogy. I'm holding up my cell phone. Obviously, when I speak to somebody, I'm not in the cell phone. It's my voice that's been reproduced okay, and modulated. So when I work with people around the world, I work with people by way of their photograph. Obviously, this is my photograph, but I'm not the photograph, and the photograph is not me. The photograph is my bilocated version or represents me, just as my voice in a cell phone represents me. So I'm not, if this were to be actuated by a cell phone, then I would be working on the voice in my cell phone, that's not the case. Instead, I'm working on the energy on my photograph. When you're working in a quantum field, everything is energy and everything recognizes the source of that energy. I send energy into the quantum field in my photograph and that photograph invariably is attached to me. 
but I never work with people. I work with the representation or the bilocated version, which is a photograph. A photograph is alive with scalar energy. So I know of many people who are very skilled at distance energetic healing. Uh, I mean, it's so amazing how accurate they are in terms of their intuitive energy. Now, I am correlating this very similarly to distance healing as well, just because that person is yes. not there in the room with precisely. Yeah, that, that is that's the animating force. And a, a person does if you are going to be healed at a distance, that is indeed possible by prayer, by thought. Why some people can raise their hands and, and heal somebody at a distance. Well, that's what I'm working with. So keep in mind in the scalar energy realm, everything is interconnected. It's what I call the fabric of the universe. So if you're working in the quantum field, time and space are not an impediment. You've overcome time and space. So you can heal at a distance in the scalar energy environment. That's what I do all day long. And how do I direct it? I pinpoint it to a person's photograph because actually my photograph is my body double or it's my bilocated version. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I am interested. And so Tom, when we talked previously, uh, he actually is offering um, 15 days of, of free scalar light sessions. Is that correct? And so That's I, correct. I, I think, what I'm going to do, and this is probably going to be definitely out, you know, before I do this, but I'm going to report back to you all my testimony after I try this out for myself. Um, obviously, this is something that really hasn't been studied, definitely, definitely in the conventional medical field, nor right. even in our training, you know, in integrative medicine, functional medicine. I even am trained in clinical hypnosis, and I'm almost wondering if some of this scalar energy is what I'm using or and what I'm teaching, you know, many clients during a structured meditation or relaxation or yes. hypnosis session. Exactly. That's the animating force. I firmly believe prayer is a, is a function of scalar energy or meditation. And this is what makes prayer and meditation so effective. You know, a lot of people say, well, you're just sitting there and you're praying. No, it's a lot more than that. A prayer so, or meditation sets the universe in motion. So it's really not that outside the box. It's just because we're calling it scalar energy, even though we, many of us who have been doing meditation, uh, manifestation, yes. hypnosis, okay. many of the mind-body therapies that we practice, even even being present for a patient, you know, during an acupuncture session or massage, for example. Yes. It seems like we just don't call it that, or or we just don't know what it is because it it hasn't been measured. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. It, it, you cannot measure this because there's not a basic unit. You can measure a mile, you can measure a gallon or a liter. Consciousness cannot be measured; it's infinite. But you can see the before and after consequences. And you're absolutely right. This is whether you have a meditation class or whether you, you have a positive affirmation, goals, etc. All of that sets into motion this action. First comes the intelligence, scalar energy, and therefrom the action results. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting because we've always been taught, I mean, throughout my training, throughout my medical training, that the body has its natural ability to heal itself. And we've always believed that otherwise you can't heal from uh, tissue damage, for example. So we've always had this right healing ability. Exactly. And so it must be the energy that propels that healing force or that healing impetus yes is that scalar energy behind it exactly exactly so again before we have action the result we have to have the intelligence or the instruction and this is why it's it's so important to have positive thoughts or to pray or to meditate it's so important to have goals it's so important to have direction Okay, once you have a goal or direction, it's everything seems to fall in place. I, I see that in my life as a researcher. I always have daily goals. That's the intelligence that sets up my workday. So we are masters of our destiny. Okay, Everybody with the mind, the human mind or the heart, everybody has a mind and the heart, is, is in control of their destiny. The way we think, the way we feel really dictates our outcome. Yeah, it'd be so interesting. Oh, yeah, it would just be so interesting to study it. But it, it, it is. Hard. I mean, there are ways to study it just indirectly um, yes. because it's not a unit, but it, it would just be so interesting to learn more about what, I mean, scalar uh, energy could do. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, if you will, raise the curiosity of the audience. How do I detect the, the benefits on a before and after scenario. Well, everybody who's uh, ever approached me, they told me they had the herpes virus. Again, I can take a scalar energy instrument. I can pinpoint where the herpes virus is located. So I can break apart, I can shatter, if you will, the herpes virus. After I work with people by way of these instruments, if people have a follow-up PCR test, there's no viral load. Now, I can only theorize what happened. I, I negated the molecular bonds. I released the hydrogen bonds that hold together the virus. Long and short of it is this. The before and after test results for herpes, before people had a viral load for the herpes, after the scalar energy sessions, no viral load. People have no indication that they've ever been infected with herpes. And it's not like they're taking a cyclovir or valcyclovir or anything That's like right. that. It, they're just That's using the scalar energy. That's right. That's right. And, and so um, is it is it like a, I know you talked about a protocol that you've developed protocols and, and have been trying to figure this out for years, but is each person different in terms of how they respond to the scalar energy? Yes, every, sure. Everybody's unique and their response is unique. But I will say this, when you're working with a microbe, you know, you have to look at each set of circumstances. A microbe is universal. What do I mean? Whether a person has a microbe or an animal, I, I can find that microbe and disassemble it, eradicate it. So whether a person, an animal, or a plant has a virus, regardless of their disposition, this instrument can find, seek out, and destroy a virus. You know, I'm, I just, this just came to me because in my training programs in medical intuition and clairvoyant healing, it's funny because the tools that we're taught is always running our energy, releasing any negative thoughts, 
right? So releasing any negativity, foreign energy, releasing that into the ground, and then running our energy to the cosmos, basically. Yes. So, I mean, I mean, so I almost wonder, (laughs) again, we're using scalar energy. Yes. 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 You're getting rid of the negative. You're getting rid of what doesn't benefit you. And you're focusing once again on how this will benefit you. You're focusing on what what this favorable thinking will turn out to be. So yes, I am all for that. This is this gives credence to positive thinking. We, you know, we've heard this so many times. Negative thoughts hurt us and they hurt the people around us. Sure they do, because they create this, if you will, undulating effect. Whereas positive thinking, or, or at least having a goal in mind, is going to change matters for the better. You know, all of this gives credence to prayer, meditation, positive thinking, by all means. So with this energy that we run, I mean, I was always wondering why it worked so well, because we always have to run through our tools. So grounding out any negative thoughts, any negative energy, any energy that's not our own, and then bringing calling our own energy back because there's are there are energy leaks and so which is hard to understand as a medical physician but i do i am taught what i'm taught i you know i do what i'm taught because i know these people are you know experts at their job and so and then running our energy through our body through the cosmos and then back down again and so it's like this constant flow of energy before we get into any intuitive readings you know for health readings or you know clairvoyant healing and and so it's it's just interesting to me i i almost want to talk to our um our teacher and our in our group about scalar energy and see if they have heard of this or or know about this at all. I, I bet they do. You you've heard of I'm sure in the medical field many people who've been able to recover from surgery very quickly, and I'm sure it's been said that uh, these people had positive thoughts that they wanted to heal, that they participated in the healing. So these scalar waves, their thinking, abetted their their outcome. It, it if you will shorten the recovery time. You've seen I've seen that with so many people. I'm not a physician. Well, the prayer has been studied pretty extensively, and that has been shown benefit. Um, so, you know, with, without a doubt. And right. that's why we have uh, chaplains in the hospital. Um, we do ask about spiritual practices, you know, with our patients, because that is very important for their healing and their health. Um, so it it's just interesting to define it. Yes. Now we're seeing that, if you will, that there is no division between science and religion or science and philosophy. The truth stands. Truth is reality. And whether it's just a matter of interpretation, if you interpret the truth to be a scientific principle, so be it. If it's a philosophical tenet, so be it. So there should not be any division between science, philosophy, science and religion. It's true. It's either true or it's false. That's the only division there should be. Right. And um, it's interesting across all religions. I'm Christian, for example. And so that's, you know, what I know. But if you look at all the miracles, right, that have happened, and it's all about having, it's all about having that energy. It's all about having that faith because that faith can heal, can move mountains, 
I mean, can do anything. I mean, whatever, you know, Jesus did in the Bible. And, you know, there, there is a case for that because I mean, lots of, lots of people try to debunk it and it can't be debunked. And so it's, it's so interesting to me um, that we're finally starting to define this energy of manifestation of faith, of prayer, of energy, healing, meditation, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. I, what I frequently tell people, what I have, what, what have I discovered? It's a consciousness instrument. My instrument is a scalar energy instrument, but appropriately, I could say I, I control consciousness and I do. Now, does anyone report, I, cause I haven't looked at all the testimonies, but has anyone discussed like, do they feel more positive? Do they have more faith? I mean, does it change their belief system? I, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, good point. M- many people say that they have a, a, a sense of euphoria or they feel better. Um, they can't, or a greater sense of vitality. They can't necessarily put their finger on it. One of the reasons why my, my instruments are unique, my technique is unique. But after sampling, trying the free trial, people say that they feel better. And that gets them intrigued, doctor. They're, they're finally, they're saying, well, I gave this guy a photograph and he treated me for 15 days in a row and I feel better. So there must be something here. That really intrigues people. And then that opens the door. Proof, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, same thing when we do acupuncture or, you know, different other modalities. I mean, acupuncture has been studied and proven for, you know, certain types of pain, et cetera. But it, it's funny how people feel better afterward it's just like their general vitality and energy and you know they're more grounded yes yes this is a new science and 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 your audience will appreciate the fact that we're still in our infancy but the results are stellar tessa had great results my predecessor hieronymus had great results now i'm having great results these are scientific instruments that follow and obey the laws of science so this is not uh, auto suggestion. This this is not, uh, if you will, hyperbole in any sense. This is we're following. You are following scientific principles. Is, do you know before we get into your? Um, I want you to describe your fifteen days of free sessions too before we leave. But um, can, do you know how Tesla discovered this? He he was always experimenting, and, and I understood that one day he he placed two magnets close by and he was able to negate the electromagnetic signal and he saw a sudden rise in energy. He said if, if there's a certain configuration in his laboratory, he could see an exceedingly incredible increase of energy. And he attributed that to the radiant energy. So, yes. So what I read in the articles yes. that I had on the scalar waves was how scalar energy is basically produced and what they were saying was um, two energetic waves forms crossing yes. each other out, and then you get this sitting energy. Yes, yes, okay. exactly. So what did Tesla do in a nutshell? He negated electromagnetic energy and the consequences immediately scalar energy. When it's bi-directional, if you negate electromagnetic energy, the result is scalar. Likewise, if you negate scalar energy, the consequence, the upshot is electromagnetic. They're bi-directional. So you have one or the other. Uh, didn't, did, I, did Einstein or any of his buddies talk about this at all? 
Now, see, this is the big gaping hole with Einstein. He never considered that there was two energies. Oh, okay. And Tessa kept trying to tell him and, and educate him. He never could quite get it. Oh. Uh, not, not that I know that publicly. Tesla, remember, he began his career with AC electricity. He ended his career with radiant energy. Yeah. So he was the math. Tesla had a masterful understanding of both AC electricity and radiant energy, scalar energy. And many of his contemporaries, Einstein was one of them, never quite understood that yeah. there's two energies. Um, yeah. I mean, this is how I learned about it. I'm telling you, drunk history. I, I think you got to watch that episode if you haven't seen it. But I, I think they did talk about how they took because he was building this uh, free energy tower that would produce free energy. Yes. And then they took it away or yeah, just like stop the whole project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was on Drunk History. Yes, well, very good. That's an that's an accurate account. Uh, J.P. Morgan and the Rockefellers were interested in his work, and they were going to finance him. But eventually, they realized that Tesla was working on free energy, and that would have made obsolete railroads and electrical stations and copper wire. That would have made obsolete the Rockefeller oil empire. It intimidated them, and they they started a smear campaign against Tesla. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah, um, and I think the Rockefellers also were behind the creation of the current conventional medical system today. Yes, exactly, Doctor. Why? Because it's just an offshoot of, of oil. In other words, the oil industry that the Rockefellers began with lent itself to chemical engineering, lent itself to the pharmaceutical industry. It's it's just one gigantic wheel that just spins. And, and every spoke in the wheel represents that Rockefeller empire. Yeah. Yeah. So I started, I just started learning about that. I think I started learning about it because of the, um, this uh, campaign against doctors who are different than, you know, the normal, um, con you know, in the conventional medical system. So who, whoever is a little different, I think, you know, gets, um, kind of uh maybe their license looked at or a little bit you know they're look yeah. they're frowned upon it, it shows you the the power of this monopoly you know sadly it's it's all about money and power <clears throat> my discoveries should have been mainstream news a long time ago why not because this is a threat not only to the medical community but to advertising to the banking to the insurance companies to pharmaceutical you know, this, this technology is going to change the way we live, and it's going to change industry. Well, and that this is also why I started my uh, group coaching programs for women with a lot of different chronic conditions, chronic pain, autoimmune disease, because I had to deal with a lot of chronic health issues that really what got me healed, I think mostly 100%, 30 to 40% was medical system, integrative care, functional medicine, vitamins, nutrition, you know, physical activity, sleep, all that stuff, which is great. But the spiritual component was really what shifted me to 100% healing. So that's why I probably understand this energy maybe a little bit more because of my background, because of my experience. But this is what I teach my, you know, women in my groups, because I really want to empower them that they, they should know that they can heal themselves. Yes. Thank you.
Now, people don't give themselves enough credit. <clears throat> people have incredible recuperative abilities. We always heal ourselves. We just don't give us give ourselves credit. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. So tell us, okay, about your um, sessions that you're offering the audience. All right. I, I offer what are called standardized sessions to make this simple and rather straightforward. Standardized. Well, what do I do? Well, one session I can break apart. I can target microbes, break them apart, eradicate them. It's a pathogenic lens. A second program, I'm able to balance the brain waves and chakras. I've discovered that scalar energy has a masterful control over the way we think, over the way we dream. So our chakra balancing serves to improve people's uh, cognitive ability. It enhances their dream state. And it, uh, in some way, balances their brain waves. Exactly how? I don't know. It's, it's a new science. And then the third uh, modality, scalar energy allows us to assemble, to create a micronutrient. We can actually create an amino acid or other types of micronutrients with this with, with this energy. So by way of scalar energy instructions, we're able to break apart a microbe, balance the chakras, or create, assemble a nutrient. That's our 15-day free session that we offer to the world. I do that to prove to people the efficacy of this. Yes, this is new. This is groundbreaking. It's never been done before. My instruments are unique. Hence, my approach and my results are unique. So how do I get this out there to the general public by giving away 15 days of free sessions? Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, I'm going to try it out. Um, and and you said pets too, yeah? Yes, please. And, and pets are a great barometer because if you see that you're, suddenly your cat or your dog is perky, then you'll know that there's been some uh, salubrious effect here. Okay, and so all people have to do is send you a photograph. It could be... Yes. All the whole family in one Correct. picture or individual. Yep. A group photograph, yep, is fine. Or or single photographs are fine. And we're going to treat you for 15 days in a row. You will uh, provide your email address so we can give you an update as to what we're doing with you. On a daily basis, we'll send you an email. The age of the photograph doesn't matter. This is so simple. Okay, the age good. of the photograph doesn't matter. All I need is a bus shot. You, know, you you can keep your shirt on, just a, just a facial shot, and send me every everybody in the family as long as they agree to it. Send their photograph. We'll treat everybody for free. You judge the results. And I imagine there's no side effects. Everything. There's none. Okay. Yeah. Exactly, because it's not a chemical process. There's no chemical reaction. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'll try it out. I'll, I'll send you a photograph. I probably have one in my phone, a selfie somewhere. Thank you. Yeah, we'll what do a, it. What an, what an inspiring talk. And <laughs> you can see, you know, well, what are we driving at, people? This is a valid science. It's a new science, but, you know, Tessa discovered this valid science, radiant energy. And this all really portends to the future of mankind, free energy for the world. Imagine what we would have had if we would have listened to Tessa and we would have had free energy for our cars, our planes, our homes. It would have been a different world. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. It definitely would have been a different world. I'm so thankful you are on the show. I was really excited for this episode. I couldn't wait. Um, is So is it just the website where people can find you? Yeah, that's that's the best thing. Keep it simple. Okay. 
Great. Okay, everyone. Well, you can try it out. So I'll put the link in the podcast details in the show notes, um, scalarlight.com. Um, you can try out the 15 days of free sessions and see. And also, yeah, tell us what you feel um, on Instagram or over on Facebook and let us know if if you find anything out or or have something to say about it. So I'd love to hear your testimony. Thanks, Tom, for Thank being you. on the show. And we'll wrap up. Everyone, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I absolutely loved learning about scalar energy, something I don't know much about at all. Actually, many of us probably don't know much about it all because there probably isn't that many studies out there. And anyway, I really just want to tell you how grateful I am for you all supporting the show. We have now made it to um, the top 5% global rank. Um, we would love to make it to the top 10 health and wellness in the United States. And so if you are willing to support us on your favorite podcast platform, please subscribe, rate, and review. You know how you can give stars, um, up to five stars, and then also put a review in. This actually helps boost our um rating and also helps kind of bring us up to a little search engine so people can find us better. Um, we give a ton of good information and really trying to support deep healing for women, um, really trying to teach everyone that they can truly heal themselves um, and really have faith in their healing. Okay, everyone, I will see you in a couple weeks. And um, if you guys have any comments, suggestions, topics to learn about or interested in my group coaching programs for chronic pain and autoimmune disease, um, you can go ahead and email or send us a DM over at hello at healthispower.com or over on Instagram at health underscore is underscore power and Facebook health is power. All right, take care, everyone.